2: You
3: are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this meet Friday. In case you're wondering what's on the grill, baby back ribs, bourbon baked beans with bacon, three cheese, mac and cheese all together. Now, who's got it better than we did? Nobody.
4: Nobody. Nobody.
3: Seton and join the back row because Seton will be uh, leaving, departing the uh, man cave on Monday morning. And Marvin is sitting in Seton's chair because Marvin's going to have to pick up those responsibilities. But uh, Seton enjoying the view back row with his good buddy, Todd. I'm
4: loving this. This is really nice. It's cozy. It's fun. We don't have that window anymore between where, you know, before it's good.
5: Yeah. Seton. I guess I'm kind of loving it too. It's nice being here with sitting next to Todd. Uh, He's like smiling and happy vibes and everything. I'm right in front of you, Dan. I'm a little elevated, too. It feels like you're really in the show. Companionship. It's important. Okay. Who's more excited? Friday Fritzy or Road Trip (laughs) Seaton? Both are shot out of a cannon today.
3: Yeah. 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 Paulie, why don't you ruin the vibe and go sit in the back row with these guys? (laughs) I'll bring it down (laughs) quick. Like nobody's business. (laughs) All right. Poll question for the final hour. What do you have uh, for us, Fritzy? All right. What
4: quarterback receiver combo will have the best Game this weekend, 35% Stafford Cup, 33% Burrow Chase, 24% Mahomes Kelsey, 8% Mahomes Hill. No sign of Jimmy G and Debo or anything 49ers. Well, you
3: didn't put him in there. That's why.
4: (laughs) How about that? But two Mahomes has made the four choices. Oh, No respect for the Niners. He, He fixed the poll. I know. (laughs) <laughs> How about that? Stafford Cup 35, Burrow Chase 33. That's a good poll. I'm a
3: little surprised on that, but um I, I would say Matthew Stafford would need to have a big game with Cooper Cup against the 49ers. Yes, Todd. Are you gonna stay I would with agree it? with that. No, oh, okay. I think it's uh, Thank you
4: it broke that down nicely. Okay. Nothing to add.
3: Uh Sean Payton was on the show yesterday in the last hour and I was just curious if anybody reached out to him. I, I think any organization would have to reach out to Sean Payton just to say, "Hey, are you interested interested in coaching again this year?" And he said two teams did reach out. And uh, I, I started the uh, question by asking him, "How many teams have reached out?"
6: Not one. Nobody. The networks. Not, well, they, they they would have to reach out to the Saints. And and look, you you know this – you can have a backdoor. Hey, would you have any interest? Um, that's happened maybe with a couple, a couple clubs, but I, I'm not, I'm not looking at that path right now. I, at some point, I, I don't think I'm finished coaching, but um, I was excited to, to get two or three calls and texts from, from people in the television industry.
3: But you have had teams back channel, third party.
6: Uh, the two. And, and when I say that,
3: if I guess, will you tell me?
6: Yeah, you. you no, because there's only. <laughs> wait, wait, you said yes. If I. No, okay. when I say that, all I'm saying is somebody who's close to someone. with man, you'd be really good here. Um, it, this is this is only we're 24 or 48 hours removed from it, and that's not my plan. And then the
3: timing of this, Sean Payton came on, and I was curious if the Cowboys reached out and or the Bears, and he said no to uh, both of those teams. I'm not surprised if anybody reaches out to him, the Giants reaching out to him. But I didn't get any indication of, you know, who those teams were. But also, I said to Sean Payton, if you're going to do this, then commit to doing it. If you want to be a really good broadcaster, then commit to being a really good broadcaster. And it seemed like he was soaking that up. Because I said, you're going to have to be really direct, informational, 15 seconds, say something, get out. So you you prepare for the play, play happens, and then you dissect what happens. Then get out. 15 seconds, get out. 15 seconds, get out. Like, you have to train your mind to do this. And as great as Romo is, to me, Jim Nance is the one who, it, he has to keep it all together. Because Tony will just go off. He might go, Jim, I can see they're going to be coming here. They're going to be and you know, then Jim's got to grab it and go, you know, Mahomes back to pass. You know, Jim is an air traffic control. He's just landing planes. And it's, you know, Romo, who is the one who's flying these planes. You have to get a really good play-by-play guy who is willing to let you be yourself. I always maintain the best play-by-play guys are the guys who are selfless because it's not about you. It is, Because, but you have to do it in a way that you make it about your analyst. Al has an ability, Al Michaels, to set up Chris Collinsworth. You know, Joe Buck sometimes makes it about Joe, but he's still so good at making sure Troy gets his moment. And Nance is really good with Tony Romo. Tariko was really good with John Gruden. You have to have that ability to say... I'm not the most important person or voice here. Ian Eagle does a great job. It's not about him, but if you do your job right, it is about you because it'll be about both of you. And, and, and that's where I go back to what Jim Nance said earlier this week when he said Tony and I left that game in Kansas City and thought we finally did our best game. And he's right. They've had a really good playoff run. What you know, the ending of the Cowboys game, like That's what you want. There is some synchronicity. And you just don't, you know, hey, I'm going to call a game and you jump in when you want to jump in. This was why it was always hard. When Dennis Miller was in the booth on Monday night, it was just hard because you had to set up a comedian. Or when Tony Kornheiser was in there, you had to set up Tony Kornheiser. Whereas Ron Jaworski, just a football guy, easier to set up Jaws than it would be, Dennis Miller and Tony Kornheiser. And those are two of the smartest guys I've ever been around. But that ability to set up your guy. And Sean's going to have to find the right person you get along with and that you understand each other. Almost this unspoken, you know, like when you're talking to your wife, like there are just certain things that sometimes you don't say anything. Sometimes you say something. The other person doesn't say anything. Like you just have to find that, you know, kind of, Rhythm is probably the best description I can
7: give, and it's not easy. Yeah, Paul. I think one thing I love about Al Michaels is that his tone, his pace, is always matches the game and what's going on. There's some announcers out there who, like, you know, uh, burrow to chase, and there it's the first quarter, and it's a third down and eight, yeah. a little too much for that point in the game. Al, the game, the situation dictates his tone.
3: But you know, there's there's an old school to that. Whereas I'm guessing today's younger announcers, you know, you want to make it about yourself. You know, I see this with Sports Center anchors. They try too hard to make it about themselves. Instead of just picking your moments, and you know, if if you hit it out of the park one out of every four times, great, they'll remember those things. But don't try to hit it out of the park every time. And I think with these announcers, you know, I mentioned this before. Ray Scott to me was as good announcer as I've ever heard, because he he was back in the sixties, maybe in the early seventies. And I just remember when he would call a game, it was now imagine this. He would say the following doing play by play star dollar first down. But, but that was all he needed. It was, you're on TV, you know, football, I'm going to give you just kind of the bare bones here without making it a long-winded play-by-play. It was more of just, this is what it is. Then your analyst comes in. But I just thought that he had this ability for brevity that stayed with me, for still stayed with me. I
5: mean, this is 50 years ago. He had that kind of impact on me. Yes, he yeah, it's sort of like you have to match their tones, too, in a way, right? Between the analyst and the, the play-by-play guy. Uh, because you can't have a play-by-play guy who's sort of, you know, easy like that star. Uh, touchdown with, I didn't think he's going to get at him! You know yeah. what I mean? Jim, here we he go! Yeah, and You're like, whoa, it's like too distracting or something.
3: And Jim is so smooth. Nance is just smooth. And, and to be able to do this for a long period of time, and you have to suppress your ego. Because if you do, then you let the game be the star. And a lot of times, you might want to be bigger than the game. You might want to be louder than the game. And you can't do that. And it's really, it's very difficult, especially with something like that. With a game that is happening at the speed it happens, and then there's so much time before another play. You know, the fact that there's no huddle offenses now. Now you've got to get in to that play, the replay, even quicker and get out. Sometimes you don't even get a replay because they go right to the line of scrimmage. Uh, But if Sean wants to do this, going to have to find the right guy, and it's going to take him a while. If he wants to be great, then he's not coaching uh, anytime soon. Yeah, Paul.
7: Dan, you remember the great college football announcer, Keith Jackson. We had him on like (laughs) six years ago. Really. He passed away about three years ago. He's covered everything. Baseball, football, basketball. He did everything. But he's so his voice was so perfect for college football. It's like it was destined for him to call that sport. And some people think that that's all he called. but He called everything.
3: And I remember Keith worked with uh, Frank Broyles, former Arkansas head coach. I just remember that, you know, Frank Broyles would had this that Southern twang. He'd be. Tony Hunter is a fine runner, Keith. But where's the contain man? And I just love that. That's great. Yeah. I, I love when it means something to you. It means something to Romo. I like get it, it. Does it feels like he can root for both teams? He can. He can identify, empathize with both quarterbacks. Like I love that. It just comes off as, you know, sometimes it's a little goofy. But I like it. I, I want to have that kind of feeling. And uh, you, you, know, you certainly get it from all of these guys. Do you guys want to do – I got one for you. I mentioned Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton. Their numbers are very similar, although the perception of those two coaches is very different. If I said career salary game, Paulie, are you able to bring up some numbers? Mike McCarthy, Sean Payton, V. Sean Payton, career salary been prepared for years. Alright, hit the music. Uh, Marvin?
7: Okay, this is a new version. Wait, okay. are you adding your own flavor <laughs> here? celery, celery, <laughs> celery.
5: <laughs> celery <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah,
7: <laughs> mix it up a little celery, bit. Why not? Wait, let me...
2: This
5: is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wait, wait.
3: Where where did we get this? Peace,
1: I don't know, I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> did... Salary, salary,
3: Marvin, did you hit the wrong button?
7: I typed in career
3: salary. <laughs> and <laughs> and just came up.
5: <laughs> we do nothing on purpose. Seton, is that you? No, I wish it was. <laughs> at least you know, it's very possible it is, and I have no memory of doing that, but I'm pretty sure this is listener submitted. I don't know that I can get up that high. Celery, celery. The club is open.
7: Okay. Mm.
5: Mm. Let me hear it again. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Celery, (laughs) celery, 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 celery. celery. Okay.
3: Um, salary, you know, I'm going to ask the audience salary, if you would like to record a salary, career salary game salary, music. We would salary, love to have that. Salary, <laughs> Somebody salary, is straining right there. So might have pulled a groin on that one. Salary! Salary! salary, 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 salary. <laughs> All right. Career
7: salary game. Mike McCarthy. Okay, these are estimates because it's hard to find a coach's pay. Salary. I got Mike McCarthy... He's got at least $52 million already in. And he's got a lot more coming from the Cowboys, in theory. Well, yeah, in theory. Okay. In theory. Yeah. Um, Mike McCarthy has at least $52 million in the bank. He's been coaching since 2006. Okay. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. He did lose eight million million one one year. That's what I was going to say. Take takes seven off the top. Okay. Ah. Uh, I got seventy-two million at least for Sean Payton, and I'm probably low. It's hard to find his early career salaries, but he was making about eight per mm. his last five seasons with the Saints okay. after the Super Bowl. All right, at least seventy million.
3: All right, that's career salary. Brought to you by Panini: the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old time greats. Only one place to collect them all: Panini trading cards, the exclusive trading card partner of the Dan Patrick Show and the NFL. Iconic brands, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures, Don Russ, and more. Autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. You got something for everyone in Panini America packs. More than just the NFL. Also, Panini, the exclusive home for NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. You can start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, we ready to take a break, and then uh, we'll try to get Jim Cantore to join us. On loan from the Weather Channel. Yes, Paul.
7: I also had the Jimmy Garoppolo over-under game, if you need it later. Ooh, a little later.
3: Over-under with touchdowns,
7: passing yards. Yeah, all that
3: all stuff. All of that. Sure. Okay. Career salary game. I love that. Um, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel after this Dan Patrick show. Seton's going to get in the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. I got some pictures uh, earlier this week, and who's ever winning this is going to go, oh, my God, there's a lot of bells and whistles there. It's a hell of a vehicle. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter mode 4x4 by uh, Storyteller Overland. You can uh, enter the DP show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. Mercedes is so happy with the response by this audience. We're going to do it again next year. That's how much they appreciate how much love, uh, you know, the fans have shown. Now, the road to the Super Bowl, yes, great. That's Arizona, or maybe we get one and we go out to Vegas for March Madness. Let's go. I like that. Go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com to enter. You still have time, you have until February 2nd a chance to win. You get the official rules, and it's Mercedes Benz Sprinter Van. They got all the bells and whistles. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous vehicle. And uh, make sure you enter. All right. DanPatrick.com or FoxSportsRadio.com by February 2nd. Your dream is waiting. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would
7: try it. No,
3: you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces.
8: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
3: More phone calls coming up. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Always great to have Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel on. Uh, let's play a game before we bring in Jim Cantori of the Weather Channel. Where is Jim Cantori? Now, keep in mind, we got some bad weather coming our way. They're talking about Boston will be the heart of the storm, expected to have 18 to 24 inches in the city. On Saturday, I believe, um, Paulie. Just to clarify, where
7: will Jim be for the storm? I'm going to guess he is already there. Okay, knowing Jim Cantori, I'm going to throw out Providence, Rhode
3: Island. Providence, okay, good Strong call. Guess. Good call, uh, Seton O'Connor.
5: I'm going to say the lovely little town of Chatham, Massachusetts, Chatham. Cape Cod. Yeah, Chatham, Cape Cod. Yeah. There's a lighthouse right there. <laughs> Fritzie,
3: where is Jim Cantori? Central Falls, Rhode Island. Okay. Sounds
4: like a cute little town he might want to stop in.
3: Is there, a, is there really a town called that? Central Falls. It's a part of Providence. Okay. Well, you just said. I went even more Paulie specific. just said. Oh, so you went even more specific than yeah. Paulie did. Uh, it's like, like
4: I said, like $1. On wow. the right.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say Boston. Um, you know, that gives me a little bit more to play with a greater metro area. No, I'm just saying Boston. That's it. Certified broadcast meteorologist, Jim of the Weather Channel. Jim, where are you today? Uh, Dan, it, it's so funny. I mean, you
0: actually gave away the city right there. Nobody took the bait. Nobody grabbed onto it. Um, I'm, I'm right there in the heart of Boston. Man, yep,
3: right on the long walk. That's what I thought. Boom. Now, what do you bring Wait. on a trip like this and how long do you pack for?
0: Well, the bags are already packed, um, but two pairs of boots, three pairs of gloves, different hats, um, you know, some protein powder, just just crank, you know,
3: everything to get me through the storm. All right. Now, do you know the definition of a blizzard? I do. There's three things, three things. So the last
0: time you asked me a meteorological question, I failed. Yes, it's you did. I will not fail you. Yes. You asked me what a souwester was. And yep. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And I, it just skipped me. But the blizzard—you got to have um, 35 mile per hour plus winds. That's one. For three hours or more. Right. That's and two. a Quarter mile visibility of snow or less during that three hours.
3: Did I do all right, man? Yeah, you Can did. I keep my degree. You, yeah. Am I still certified? Yeah. What, right. what bothers you the most when you watch weather forecasters, like local forecasters? What bothers Jim Cantori?
0: Um, you know what? There's so many good ones out there. It's hard to say that, uh, you know, especially here in the Boston market, this is a tough market. So I don't know what bothers me. I mean, it maybe, maybe, um, I'm not sure that I don't have as good of hair as they do. How about that? You know, so Eric Fisher is, is a Boston meteorologist. He, he probably has the most perfect hair of any meteorologist I've ever seen.
3: Yeah. But his, arm, his arms aren't as big as yours.
0: No, not that's a good point. <laughs>
3: Good point. But I, I was wondering about that, that you do this. And then I always like, did you ever think of calling yourself like uh, Jim Tornado?
0: I promise you I never have.
3: OK, because there's Dallas rains, there's storm right. fields. Right. You never thought about having a weather related name.
0: No, I, I never really uh, did this for ego. I actually wanted to just be a a lowly operational meteorologist. So I never really got into that whole shtick thing.
3: What do people Maybe say? Maybe I should
0: go back and revisit that after 35 years. <laughs>
3: think. What do people say when they see you in town? um leave (laughs) no they should leave they should leave not you (laughs) no they want me to leave because they
0: think for for some reason i'm gonna take it with me (laughs) no it didn't
3: work like that uh explain this to me though the local news anchor will always thank the weather forecaster for good weather you guys didn't do anything i know isn't that beautiful well they'd be like oh so uh you know jimmy lipper great weather thank you for that forecast but most importantly, they always
0: blame you for when you get the forecast wrong.
3: Shouldn't there be something? You heard,
0: something that, you heard the- that story. You heard that story from Indianapolis, right? When this meteorologist was calling uh, for six inches of snow, and so it never happened in Indianapolis. It never, never came out. Never came into fruition the forecast. And the next morning, the, the anchors turned to them, both of them female, and they said to him, "You know, John, you promised me six inches last night." And you could just imagine everything that ensued after that. That's what happens when you bust a forecast, bro. It happens.
3: Shouldn't there be stakes, though, when you get your forecast wrong? Like somebody should be fired or suspended? And that's a little harsh. Maybe a little electric, electric shock therapy. I'm looking at that you could get... Forty-two inches in Providence, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Portland, Maine. Does that sound about right? Uh, that would be on the high end of the, of the extreme for this storm. Um, okay,
0: a forty-inch total would be pretty pretty incredible. Ethics. But you know, I think getting in the into the twenty to thirty-plus range is is going to be pretty pretty hard there's a lot of internal dynamics that go along with the storm in other words where are these where are these bands set up that produce three to five inches there's really no way of perfectly forecasting that but we do think it's going to be somewhere in eastern maine eastern massachusetts eastern rhode island uh and that's where you know that's where the money spot is and that's why i'm here dan
3: that's why I'm here in Boston. He's Jim Cantore. He's been doing this for over 35 years at the Weather Channel. Paulie has some uh, weather-related names.
7: And Jim's a brand. He might not want to change his name, but uh, we're thinking Cyclone for a weatherman name. Or this, is, this is our favorite, Hugh Midity. Hubert Midity. <laughs> there you go. That's
0: a, that's a, little, that's a little light, uh, but uh, I like Cyclone better. I think that's, that's the best one. Cyclone.
3: I'll take it uh worst weather that you've ever been in snow wise oh, where were you actually nervous
0: i mean you know hurricanes are are, are interesting because especially when the water comes up and you got a whole crew with you and you want to make sure that they don't you don't flood trucks and flood uh, you know them out in the storm surge but you know katrina was just nuts dude i mean you're talking about 28 feet of storm surge in gulfport mississippi Cars floating around the parking lots like rubber duckies, huge whole trees just being blown across the parking lot. I mean, that was pretty, pretty gnarly. But I mean, we were in we were we were above dry ground, you know, there wasn't much of that left. Can police tell you to get out? Uh, They can. They can. They usually usually don't. Um, They like to think that we know what we're doing. And we kind of do. Sometimes Seton's,
3: we don't. Seton is going from uh, Connecticut to Los Angeles, and, okay. he's, and he's leaving on Monday. Gotcha. So we start February. Seton's on the road. Uh, he's going to go Cincinnati. Seton, give Jim Cantori the route. So hold on. We, when is he leaving? First of all, from Connecticut, Monday morning. So you're so you're doing that because of the storm? No, we I mean, we're getting the van delivered. Yeah, we're not worried about safety. This is about getting the van <laughs> delivered that they're going cross-country. Yeah, yeah, Jim thinking yeah, it's about that's safety. So
0: that's why you called on me for this forecast. Yes, yes. Uh, wait, Monday, Seton, you're fine. The wait a, a minute, hold on. Gone.
3: Hold
5: on. Seaton. give Jim uh, the tour stops. Okay, so yeah, we start Monday. We leave Connecticut to get to Cincinnati. Then okay. uh, from there, we go to Memphis, Oklahoma City, Phoenix. Oh, hold on.
0: All right, hold on. That's, let's do day by day because mm-hmm. – uh, that's, that's kind of the way I want to talk about it. Five-day day forecast. Right, right. So so Milford to Cincy, you're good on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincy to Memphis, you should be good on Tuesday as well. There's a, The next weather system starts to come into play uh, probably Wednesday there. And this is the, what I think is going to be interesting for you is you're going to go from Memphis to Oak City, right? I'm well, Little Rock.
3: Right. Little Rock is also in there too.
0: Oh, is Little Rock? Where's Little Rock?
3: It's Memphis, then Memphis, Little, to Rock. Little Rock. Yeah, and then
5: Oklahoma City. All right. Uh, on Wednesday. Well, I don't know. No. But that's I, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try it for, for Wednesday. Right, so we're gonna try so the here's
0: Wednesday. the deal. That could be an interesting situation. You got rain to possibly
5: freezing rain by the no, time you get to Oklahoma City. No. Hmm. See, that's why we avoided... We didn't go through St. Louis, actually, because I thought there was going to be weather. It looked like there might be some weather there. Yeah,
0: the farther north you go, the worse. Mm. You may have to come down to Dallas.
3: Then you got Albuquerque after Oklahoma City. Okay. I,
0: I got Oklahoma City to Phoenix. So, Dan, you need to talk to your producers. See, I need no, some
5: better information. Right. No, okay. So, I gave – Jim has, the like, the end destinations. Oh, there's oh, okay. there's stops in between. So, we're going to drive through Nashville, but probably stay in Memphis. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Those kinds of and things. And then Little yes. Rock, Oklahoma City, Albuquerque, Phoenix. Exactly.
3: Las Vegas, and then L.A. Yeah, So,
0: let's just say you're in Oklahoma City on Wednesday, all right, and you're leaving to go to Albuquerque and then Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, depending on how much ice they get there now, and if you're in Oklahoma City, that's obviously going to be a potential hamper for you on Thursday, right? That's Thursday's mm-hmm. travel, right? Um, and then I'm wondering, why why would you go from Phoenix up to Vegas? Why
5: wouldn't you?
8: It's kind of a,
0: that's It's not a direct line to Los Angeles. Uh, no, What's up with that? If you're rolling through, you might as well. You got, you got something you got to do and take care of in Las
3: Vegas? Yeah. I mean, it's none of my business or anything, but... <laughs> He's got to drop off somebody's money.
0: Okay, um, you'll be you'll be you'll be fine. Uh, you'll be fine. Whatever whatever you got to take care of there. Yeah. Um, and then Vegas to L.A. on Saturday.
3: He's I good. Think, I think you're looking good. So the big one is uh, freezing rain in Oklahoma City.
0: That's it. When Wednesday is interesting, and then leaving Thursday, uh, depending on how much they get there, is, is I think makes it tricky.
3: Um. So what if we leave Sunday? We can avoid all of this. We can't. We have to do it Monday. Yeah, just throwing this out. There. No, it's, I appreciate that, suggestion. Can't, can't right, leave, leave Monday. Yeah, Drive into yeah. the ice. You know what? If you can, I don't know if you can, but if you think about this maybe early next week, if you're on the air, um, as I said, you know, on the Dan Patrick show or Seton O'Connor is uh, <laughs> traveling through Nashville or Memphis or Oklahoma city with freezing rain, I, I, I mean, I I know you got work to do, but you did do push-ups on the air when I asked you to do. I tell you what, if you tell
0: me why Seaton's going from Phoenix uh, Phoenix to Vegas, I'll say it on the air next week. How's that,
3: Seaton? Do you want to tell Cantori why? Can you, you Open that up, to- that 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 box.
5: <laughs> Man, that is dicey. Yeah. You know what? I, I that all happens in Vegas thing. You know. Yeah. Do you want to text it to me? But you're not in (laughs) Vegas, so it's not what happens in Vegas. You're outside of Vegas. You can talk about that. I think I'm just doing sort of some reconnaissance for perhaps a future visit to Vegas. Is what I'll say. Reconnaissance. Yes. Yes. That's such a great word. You you don't want Jim having to give shout outs
7: to Brandy and Cinnamon on the Weather Channel next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this is going to. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I just had a
3: feeling that's where we were Mercedes. going. Mercedes. Yeah. All right. We'll just
0: cross that one off. Yeah. All right, yeah.
3: Very Mer- good. Mercedes to the main stage. Mercedes <laughs> to the main stage. Uh, and uh, so you're going to be in downtown Boston for tonight, but tomorrow's when the festivities start.
0: Yeah. Literally right out of the gate tomorrow morning. Uh, and they start talking about these snowfall rates, you know, three to five inches an hour, which is just insane. I like to call that like the puking phase of the atmosphere. I mean, cause it's, it's, you can't keep up with it. You shouldn't be out in it. it be, you're going to get trapped on the roads and that kind of snowfall rate. Do you love thunder, snow? Thunder? Oh, do I ever? Yeah. Do I, you know what though? I was just, it's funny before we came out, I was just talking to my producer, Steve Petarack. I'm like, Petarack, I think, I think we're going to miss the thunder. Snow here. It looks like it's going to be Boston, uh, southeastward. So we may just miss it. Maybe the Cape
3: gets it. Have you ever been hit by lightning?
0: I haven't yet, but I should be careful about loving thunder <laughs> snow since lightning precedes the thunder, as you know, Dan. In in your limited meteorological training, you know
3: this. You call yourself a meteorologist. You haven't even been struck by lightning. That's, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure Storm Fields or uh, Dallas Rains probably got hit by lightning. Did Dallas retire? I think yeah, so. Way. I think. I think. I think he did. There, I don't know if there was a better-looking weatherman than Dallas Rains. Well, Dallas had great hair too. Oh my god, and, um, he always he always so looked Eric, like he Eric stopped Chris into the he stopped into the studio before like, you know. Then he was going to a piano bar or something. Like he always he, he always looked like he was en route to so, a country club. So, knowing Dallas, he probably did the weather forecast
0: from the piano bar. Yeah, well, he probably right? could
3: have. Yeah, I know yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it's great to talk to you. Be safe up there. You too, there. brother. Yep, and, uh, and, and we'll be in touch.
0: That sounds good, Dan. Anytime you need me. Thank you, buddy. But um, give me some more details on that Phoenix. To face
3: <laughs> you get a chance. Jim Cantore, he is certified, certified broadcast meteorologist. He's not one of those guys that you say, uh, we need a weather guy. I'll do it. No, no. 35-plus years at the Weather Channel. Yes, Pauline? Al
5: Tattooed. I like that. Yeah. Tattooed. I'm Al Tattooed. Yeah. Some people sent in uh, Harry Kane.
3: Harry Kane.
5: Oh, Hurricane. it's like Hurricane.
3: Yeah, like Harry, Hurricane. Yeah. Harry Kane. Uh, Fritzy, did you have names?
4: I had Drake Drizzle, Frankie Fogg, Tyrell <laughs> Foon for Typhoon.
8: Okay. <laughs> Dewey <Duty> Point
4: for <laughs> Dewpoint, and Haley Storm for Hailstorm. <laughs>
7: Okay, Tyrell Phoon. He's probably Typhoon. We just got one in evaporation. <laughs> evaporation. Eva. <laughs> evaporation. It's hard to say. <laughs>
3: uh, if you're watching on Peacock, I am watching Tyler outside, and he just opened up the Traeger. And the ribs, the baked beans, the mac and cheese, there's a fire burning. Oh, I'm going to shut up. Let's go outside and eat. Back after this, Uh, last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store for Monday after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: He's Mike Carmen, I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex
1: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Close up shop. I'm going to dedicate this to the great fans who have been along for the ride. Literally with Seaton going cross country, offering up suggestions. Even if he wants to stay with them, this goes out to you. Here's Arcade Fire. Don't miss every medal, every moment. Winter Olympics starts February 3rd on NBC and Peacock. Couple of phone calls in here. Man, these ribs are good. They are mac and cheese. Baked beans. Who has it better than we do?
2: Nobody. Nobody.
7: Uh, Yes, Paulie? We're getting a a barrage of weathercaster names coming in. (laughs) Wendy day, like windy day. Okay. Sunny day, of course. All right. Don't forget about tsunami. Tsunami. (laughs) (laughs) Dawn poor. (laughs) T- temperature, <laughs> <laughs> temperature. <laughs> oh, Albert, altitude. There, there is a woman who works in New York City, and her, her name is Amy Freeze. She's a well-known weathercaster. Okay. But when you get that name at birth, that's a real name. Do they just say, "Well, your your guidance counselor says"? Well, that's the industry. Well, favorite. there was a long-time weather guy in New York, Storm Fields, and. Uh... But do you think his first name is like Doug Fields and? Or do you think he's born? Yeah,
3: Stormfield? but his I think his dad was a weather forecaster. Yeah, see. Yeah,
4: his dad, dad was Frank Field, Frank Field. And then all of a sudden you got the Sun Storm Field. He, he
7: passed so. away of a heat stroke. <laughs> nice. oh, I'm just making that. Oh. Wow. Way to, way to bring down the,
3: the room there, Paulie. <laughs> Dang, dude. Heat stroke's a good bit. <laughs> heat stroke. Stronk. Ray in Vegas joins us. Hey, Ray, what's on your mind?
5: Hey, Dan, how you doing? Good, bud. Uh, uh, before I get to my call quickly, uh, we need some humidity and Tyrell Foon t-shirts on the DC <laughs> show store ASAP. <laughs> um, but reason I was calling is Seton. Uh, here's why Lucille's Barbecue in Vegas would be a great spot. Those other spots are good choices, but there's a place here in town called The District. Literally 20 feet from Lucille's, there's a spot called Parkway Tavern where the beer selection is better than the food selection. Right next door to that, an Irish pub called Richie McNeely's in the same shopping center. An Asian Mexican fusion restaurant where you can get a California burrito with pork belly, grilled tater tots, and cubby beef. You gotta do it.
3: All right. Well thank you, Ray. You gotta you're gonna weigh fifteen pounds more. No, you know what? You gotta you gotta weigh yourself on Monday morning and then when I see you in LA the following Sunday, I think you gotta weigh yourself. Okay. Because I'm I'm just curious what this road trip's going to do to you. And
5: then let's get, uh, you know, Nutrisystem and uh, some
3: type <laughs> of detox,
5: and then we should be all set. Uh, Sunny
3: in California. Hi, Sunny.
2: Oh, my God, thank you for taking
1: my call. You're, hi, Dan. Hi, Sunny. I hope you guys are doing well.
3: We are. We are now.
1: All right. All right. Hey, if.
7: Seton has um, time to squeeze this in. Mm. My husband and I would love to treat him and the French kid to Korean barbecue, the best Korean barbecue in Koreatown.
3: Okay. Uh, and
7: it's not only the best, but it's BTS's favorite restaurant ooh, in LA.
3: Ooh, and uh, BTS is that's a big deal, that band. Uh, Sonny, hold on. We'll get your information and uh, I'll see what. Conditioned Seton is in by the time he gets to Los Angeles.
5: The best Korean place in Los Angeles is Danseong Sa. Baller. Have you ever been there? No. It's phenomenal. It's no. a great, maybe when we're out there this week, let's go there. Okay. It's tremendous. Uh, Jeremy in Texas. Hey, Jeremy, what's on your mind?
1: Yeah, quick question, a few things. Good thing he's not going from Florida to California. Hell, he fall asleep in Texas and still wake up in Texas 10 hours later. The other thing <laughs> is, if
4: since Dan Quinn is signing a multi-year contract with Dallas now, do you think there could be a
1: Sean Payton-Dan Quinn deal later on down the road?
3: I don't know, because if I'm Dan Quinn, I want to be a head coach again, or at least you would think he would want to be, but... I I was surprised, unless he wasn't getting offered these jobs, but it felt like he was the leading candidate, according to the insiders, with a couple of these jobs. He he, he didn't get the job in Denver. I don't know if – I mean, it's tough to leave the Cowboys. You know, if you want to go – you want to be a head coach. He'd like to be a head coach again because he wasn't a very good head coach his first time around. But maybe he looks at that defense and says – I got some fun players here and I am the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Maybe he's the guy in waiting for Mike McCarthy. Maybe if you're not going to get Sean Payton, but yeah, I was surprised at that. Ted in Tampa. Hi, Ted. Hey Dan, how you doing? Good, sir. Hey, uh, Byron left,
4: will be signed by the Jaguars tomorrow. And number two, uh, you've got to get Tyler, the moderator to put out a cookbook. Just do it real informal, have characterizations, uh, caricatures of the uh, food and what he grills, and then have the guy who does your whiteboards in the morning do the print for the recipes and the directions. But uh, you put that on your website, I guarantee you there's so many of your fans in Dan Nation uh, that would like to have his cookbook. It'll sell out
3: overnight. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> have a great weekend. Tyler's Cookbook. Tyler's
7: Recipes. Yes, Don. Tyler the Culinator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could workable title. Yeah, yeah, workable. This day in sports history, Paulie. 1904, the University of Chicago, especially with their football team awarded blankets with the letter C to all seniors that played football during the 1903 season. This event marked the beginning of the sports letter tradition. A couple years later, they put it on jackets. Hmm. 1922, also in Chicago, the National Football League franchise in Decatur, Illinois, transferred to Chicago, Illinois. The team took the name of the Chicago Bears. Oh.
3: It was on this date, 1984, Wayne Gretzky's 51-game point streak ended. During that 51-game run, Gretzky had 61 goals, <laughs> 92 assists. He scored 153 points in, in 50 game, 51 games. <laughs> God. Also on this date, 1960, the Dallas Cowboys were birthed. And so uh, the following year, the Minnesota Vikings were. Final results of the poll question, Todd.
4: What quarterback-receiver combination will have the best game this weekend? Listen to this. 34.47% Burrow Chase, 34.19% Stafford Cup. How close is that? Then Mahomes Kelsey, 22.5%, Mahomes Hill, just under 9%.
3: But you didn't come up with that poll question. I did it. not. That was rated Ray.
4: 34.47, 34.19. That's incredible. Isn't that a great? Burrow Chase
3: Stafford Cup. Thank you, Tom. I love it. Thank you. By the way, the 1215 Club, it's the, uh, the recap, the backroom guys uh, led by M- Ariel. They uh, recap the week. It's a great podcast that you can get uh, on the uh, website, danpatrick.com, and also the
7: newsletter as well prop bets uh for jimmy garoppolo paulie what do you have i got over under yardage for jimmy garoppolo to give you a a example um matt stafford's over under is 280 passing yards garoppolo 225 and a half what do you got that's that would more than double what he did last week i'm gonna go over okay your first team all jimmy g uh quarterback (laughs) passing touchdowns one and a half touchdowns for garoppolo i'm gonna go i'm gonna go over wow Breakout think,
3: game? Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to electrify. There it is. <laughs> okay, who has the Bengals? Paulie does. Now, I have the Bengals
7: winning. Are you t- oh, winning outright. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Based, I think, more so for rooting for a good story, not actual football analysis. But it'd be
5: fun. I think that means, by the way, that I, I would get the pie in the face.
7: Yes. Right? If the,
3: if the Bengals win, you get a pie to the face in Cincinnati. When you go there. Yeah. Okay. Anybody have the Niners winning another game against Sean McVay and getting deeper into his head? Marvin
5: does. Marvin's a big 49er fan. Seton O'Connor. Yeah, I'll take them. Really? Yeah, why not? Okay. I like, I like, I feel like rooting for Jimmy G. He's kind of being disrespected.
3: You're coming in on Monday morning, right? And then you're going to get the, the tour of the van, and then you and the French kid are taking off? Yeah, okay, yeah, and that's it. Okay. Hopefully that van gets here with the weather. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm. I can't start, have you start later. As it is, you're going to get to L.A. by Sunday, and then we start the shows in L.A. on Monday. <laughs> also, if we're able to do a meet and greet, uh, given the conditions, you know, uh, we'd love to in Los Angeles. We'd love to be able to say thank you. Uh, say hello and say thank you we'll let you know if we're able to do something but uh it, it's certainly on our mind to be able to try to do that todd what'd you learn today we love the new career salary or celery game music thank you marvin <laughs> yeah it was funny it was good Seton o'connor what would you learn dave lapham is the best
7: he was he a lot guy. of fun bam 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 <laughs> paulie what'd you learn uh, one more weathercaster name maureen lair Marine yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fritzy, what did I learn
4: I think we all learned road trip seating and Friday Fritzy back row bonanza baby the the
3: compact GLA (laughs) proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight it's the size of the fight in the SUV learn more about the nimble and ready for anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle MBUSA.com Mercedes-Benz the best or nothing thank you for the phone calls emails tweets all around support we appreciate it have a great weekend everybody we'll talk to you on Monday Dan Patrick show Oh, but wait, there's one more item with the Final Four battle taking place this weekend, the Super Bowl on the line. Now you can battle for huge cash prizes at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. This week, new customers play free for millions with their first deposit. Do you have what it takes to pull off a conference championship victory? And playing daily fantasy football is simple. Pick your lineup of NFL stars. you got to stay under the salary cap, score enough points to bring home cash, and a free shot at millions of dollars and total prizes. DraftKings, safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings app now. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. You'll play free for millions. That's right. Promo code is PATRICK. Get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. Get in on all the action for the conference championships only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the National Football League. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Good luck.